Welcome home to the Tiny Hat Energy Podcast. My name is Amanda, and my commitment is to be radically vulnerable as I share my story, energy, and love with the intention it will help you as you journey through life. I am on a mission to help create a new world of love where space is saved for everyone's Tiny Hat Energy. My name for the energy present when we embody our most loving, vulnerable, and authentic self. Together, we will walk through both immense suffering, from trauma, addiction, incarceration, grief, and mental health, and immeasurable joy from overcoming suffering, finding my tiny hat energy, and living once-in-a-lifetime experiences. Every moment of my life has been a gift from grace calling me home to my natural state of love. After almost taking my life in a desperate attempt to stop suffering, I finally woke up and answered that call. I welcome you to join me on this journey of learning, unlearning, healing, and loving. I'm so grateful and humbled that the universe brought you here with me today, and I love you. Welcome back to episode 8 of the podcast. I am so excited to be here today. I'm so grateful for your time and energy, and it's been three weeks since I've made an episode, and by the end of this episode, I know that you will have some insight as to why. Today's episode is titled, The Journey in Between and it pretty accurately summarizes my existence in this life right now and i want to kind of touch on really three core topics that will all blend together as i update you on what the last three weeks of my life has looked like i'm going to talk about this concept of the journey versus the destination you know oftentimes we finicky humans really like checklists and to-do lists and goals and that's great until we get into a mindset of when I do or complete or have or feel or achieve X thing, I will then, you know, be or have or feel Y thing. And that's something I've really struggled with throughout my life and was doing a really good job around this past year. And I'm not really sure where that slipped for me, but that's something that I became aware of these last few weeks is this mentality of not living in, you know, it's about the journey, not the destination. Also going to talk about this concept of the in-between, like what is the in-between? What does that look like in life? And how do we navigate that? Because I certainly have never really had the knowledge or the tools to navigate when you're in a place in your life where you're in between two things. And that can be applied to a plethora of situations. And then the third thing here is duality. As always, I love this word. I love this concept. I think everything in life is duality. You cannot have light without dark, positive without negative, etc. And so these three things are kind of just really the core concepts and lessons and challenges and blessings that I'm seeing right now. And so I'm just going to walk you through what the heck is going on in my life and talk about those because, you know, something I've kind of struggled with these last few weeks is I, you know, started this podcast to share my story and spread a message of hope and encourage you to, you know, be authentic and find your authentic self and love your authentic self and show you what's working for me and what's not. And somewhere along the way, I created this expectation for myself that like, I can't come on here and talk about me because if I do, that's, you know, ego, that's whatever you want to call it. And as, you know, a friend of mine reminded me a few weeks back, that is my message and that is my strength in sharing like, here's what I'm going through and here's what I'm learning. And, you know, as someone who has come out of a lot of suffering and a lot of personal growth, I'm trusting God and the universe that that resonates. And for those of you that are reaching out to me and telling me how this is impacting you, like, thank you, because that's why I'm doing this. So getting kind of started into my life right now, I 
I looked up like what is the in-between because I wanted to find a really great way to describe this and I just love this definition. It says a person that is in between two extremes in their life (laughs) and I actually laughed out loud because I don't think I could find something more perfect to describe me in my life right now. I am living right at the cusp in between so many extremes. I am in between my old egoic life and my, you know, new awakened spiritual life. I am in between my home and, you know, a traditional living in a house, paying a mortgage life and this freedom of this RV life and really just being completely free in that sense. And so I'm just seeing a lot, um, you know, in, in my and in my physical reality and in my relationship I'm just living in the in-between right now and that is really tough Um, it's been it's been challenging for me because I don't know if any of you can relate to this but I'm just like ready to be done I'm I'm ready to be on the other side if you will and sitting in that emotion is you know losing faith and trust in the process and in God and in divine timing and divine order so that's something I've really been working through this last week Three weeks ago, when I last talked with y'all, right after that episode, the Honor Your Soul episode, I went with my partner on our second trial run in the RV. We went to our first national park. Uh, We went to Crater Lake National Park, and it was magical and beautiful and everything we thought it would be and more and it was really interesting because the first two days of the trip were perfection the weather was amazing the dogs were they just like weren't even our dogs our dogs have a lot of anxiety they're very reactive to people and dogs and they're just like walking around the crater lake you know park and going up to people and not reacting to you know people or dogs and it just it was magical we you know hiked down to the bottom and saw the water which is like the cleanest water on planet earth it was I I can't even describe how magical it was and so the first two days were just exceptional and as life is leave it to you know universe and and the way that the world works the duality hit And so day three, (laughs) we woke up to torrential downpour and it just rained, sopping wet for the next three days. It was cold, it was windy. Living in an RV, a trailer, if you will, in the rain is pretty miserable. It's a very small space. It already gets really moist and humid in there. And when you tack on rain, it's just just really uncomfortable. And you know, when you have four dogs and you're having to take them out to go to the bathroom, rain in an RV is one of my least favorite things. (laughs) And so the rain came and then one of our dogs got really sick. We're in the middle of, you know, a national park. We have no cell service and our dog is pretty sick. I will spare you all the gory details, but having really violent bloody stomach issues and it just created for 48 hours of misery. Like between, you know, being in the rain and and having to take the dog out every one to two hours, you know, waking up all night to take him out. It was not fun. And then we start our trek home because we're able to get a vet appointment and our car breaks down. (laughs) And some of you, you know, may not know this and some of you may, but we have been dealing with some ongoing and, you know, pretty serious car issues with my father's Tahoe and we've rebuilt the entire front end at this point and it just kind of keeps being issues like, you know, issues with the power steering, issues with this time around, you know, thank God it was only the spark plugs, but it's raining again, like I said, we're at Mount Hood 
and we don't have cell service and the dog is sick and we now have a vet appointment that we need to be to in like an hour and we're an hour from Portland. So it just kind of all came to a head and in the moment I just really didn't cope very well. We got the car drivable, we made it home, we made it to the vet, we got medicine, all of his tests came back negative. I'm so grateful and you know the medicine worked and he's doing so much better. I came back from that and my partner actually pointed this out which I then sat with but what he pointed out to me which is so beautiful and eloquent and this is the beauty of having a partner who's on this journey with you because they can see the things you can't is this is it you know this is the best it's ever going to be and the worst it's ever going to be perfect weather perfect dog behavior perfect everything beautiful you know landscape etc and then awful weather sick dog car problems no cell service like those that is duality and that is life and with how much spiritual work and inner work I'm doing this year I'm still don't always get it right and forget sometimes that it is duality and that you know in those moments like I was crying and we're driving to the vet and you know all we have four different lights on our dash on um you know our check engine light and several others came on the oil light like it just was such a stressful moment and I just closed my eyes and I'm crying and I'm just in my head, like, I'm so thankful I have a car. I'm so thankful I have three healthy dogs. I'm so thankful I got to see Crater Lake and some of the cleanest water on the planet. Sometimes it's really tough to stay in the gratitude and remember those moments. So I share this story to show you all that I, you know, I don't always get it right. And it's okay if you don't get it right. Like, try your best and you know we do the best that we can and when we know better we do better so if you're going through something tough try and find the positives in it and try and find the things to be grateful for remember that that is just life we just can't have joy and love without suffering it wouldn't exist you wouldn't appreciate happiness and joy and sunlight if you didn't have grief and pain and darkness people ask me this question all the time if you know god this or love that or whatever why is there suffering and i mean really sit with and ask yourself what would your life look like if for decades you just had everything perfect and happy all the time it would totally lose its luster number one and number two you wouldn't get any growth you wouldn't have any appreciation because we need those dark times to remind us what to be grateful for so we get back from crater lake (laughs) and two almost two weeks ago we had several yard sales we're selling all of our furniture we're really just like trying to get this house empty to to get out of here and it was the eclipse weekend and you don't have to be you know into astrology or spirituality or really anything but i think everybody can agree that there was some really intense energy last weekend and when you look at eclipses and what they are you can do some research on that but that weekend i was just pulled in deep. (laughs) I was so energetically down in all of the darkness and all of my shadows and it's such a gift because it really is God and and the universe saying okay here it is like here is the darkness here is your shadows here is all of those selfish and egoic things about yourself that you need to meet with love and you need to integrate and you need to be conscious of and that is what the eclipse did for me like it just popped the lid off 
poured it all out in front of my face and I just sat with that and I'm grateful for that opportunity and I hope that you all got something out of that eclipse really like journal and meditate and process on like what that did for you then the next day we had our conscious commitment ceremony which I don't even know if that's a thing or that's ever been done in the world but for us it was vow renewal is not really accurate because we got married five and a half years ago We've been together almost seven and a half, way, way back then when we were little babies and in college and completely different human beings with absolutely no, you know, awareness of our minds and our egos and that we're not our minds and our egos, just completely being run by that. When we made those vows, those are just the standard vows, right? In sickness and in health, for richer or poorer, for better or worse. And I'm not dogging on those at all. Like that is beautiful. And and if that works for you, that's awesome. Now, all of these years later, right, we've survived, you know, my partner's addiction and we've overcome pregnancy loss and and really tragic grief and loss in in our lives and infidelity and all of these things that we talk about on our joint podcast and, you know, mental health and a lot of my things that I've worked through. It just felt like as these new conscious people and this new conscious partnership we have the opportunity to recommit and to stand here and write our own we didn't write vows we wrote commitments and you know make this decision again my my partner made a really beautiful speech where he said not many people get the opportunity to choose someone twice i chose him and and vice versa we chose each other way back when at this ceremony and in this conscious partnership we now chose ourselves and we chose spirituality and god and personal growth i commit to consistently working on myself and making embodying my highest self my number one priority i commit to holding you accountable to do the same i commit to radical honesty authenticity and vulnerability i commit to the values of love faith and grace i commit to always holding our friendship as our foundation i commit to co-creating the life of our highest timeline together And I commit to choosing unconditional love, to loving myself, and to loving you as I love God. Those were our seven commitments. So we wrote them together. We both read them. And we stood there as our more healed and more conscious selves and chose this partnership. It was a beautiful ceremony. I rewore my original wedding dress, which was a really nice surprise. I also did something really radical and shaved uh, one of the sides of my head, something I've thought about and talked about and given energy to for years and years. And I didn't even do it because I wanted to do it. I did it because I was so tired of giving it energy and it popping in my head and being like, huh, I'd really like to try that. I'd really like to do it. So I just did it because now I don't have to give that energy anymore. And I do like it. So that's a nice plus. But we also got commitment tattoos. We both have a half of a yin and yang on our ring finger, but they are both completely void of color. So there's no white or black filling on either. And the message behind that was we are seeking balance in our masculine and feminine in both ourselves and our partnership. So while yes, one of us is the yin and the yang technically in this earthly realm body, if you will, that's just not how we choose to see our partnership. That was really awesome. We got to have all of our closest friends and loved ones from Oregon there. We live streamed that. You're welcome to go back and watch that on my Facebook. It's available there and yeah i'm just so grateful for that moment and to be authentic and vulnerable with you all 
that morning we had honestly one of the biggest fights that I think me and my partner have had in months. It was really interesting because you could see this like war of consciousness versus ego in our minds. We both like knew what was going on and we knew it was like our ego, you know, reacting to fear and kind of self-sabotaging if you will. And so as we're like actively, you know, having this argument and and getting ready and just kind of pushing through, it was really beautiful to see that we both somewhere in there had enough consciousness that even in the face of these egoic reactions or egoic behaviors or emotions, we were still able to stay in control enough to make it through that. And that really is conscious partnership. It's not perfect. And to be able to still go and have that beautiful day was just it really showed me that we can do this and we're going to be just fine. So after our ceremony, we had our third trial run, which was our first boondocking, which if you're not familiar with that word, it just means off-grid. So we have solar panels and a solar generator that we have with our RV. You, you know, fill your freshwater tank, you fill your propane tanks, you get a bunch of food and you are off-grid. And we went to the Malala River area on some BLM lands and we did five days and we had no cell service. We didn't leave our camp, so we went nowhere into any towns, near any people. It was just us, no cell service, and we were completely self-sufficient through our systems and our solar. And the entire time, I just kept thinking, wow, like I have not had contact with another human being for, you know, 24 hours, 48 hours outside of my partner. My cell phone has been dead for two days, and that is what it is. If an emergency happens, the emergency is happening whether or not someone can call me. Everything that I need and have is right here. It's everything I own is in this RV. My life partner is here. My dogs are here. I have food, water, shelter. The sun is powering my home. And it was really just magical. I meditated in the sun on a boulder in the river, you know, every day. And I read more in that five days than I have in the last five months. And we did a fire every night. And there just was so many moments Like if someone was watching, they would have gotten so tired of hearing us say, this is our home. This is our life now. This is our reality now. This is why we did this. All of those moments that we chose to let go of possessions and selling this house and all of the grieving and process that's come with that, that's come with all this change, saying goodbye to all of our friends here. All of those things were done so that we could have that moment. I've never seen so many stars. You could see like the clouds in in the galaxy, thousands and thousands of stars, all of the constellations. And it was really awesome. And that was kind of like the final, this is why we're doing this. You know, the first two trial runs were at RV parks and that's great, but that's actually not what we're personally trying to do. We're trying to do at a minimum half, if not two thirds, ideally three quarters of our time off grid. We don't want to be at RV parks. We just want to use those for charging and filling and laundry. So it was really cool. And I'm really grateful for that experience. We have now been in the RV for seven weeks. We have, our house is completely empty. As of two days ago, we sold the last piece of furniture. So I can officially say I don't own a single piece of furniture. And we are down to our last week in Oregon. It is an intense week. It is a chaotic week. We have dinner plans every single night. We have three, four appointments a day. You know, we're cramming in 
all of our medical appointments, all of our dog appointments, getting a couple more things done on the car before we leave, stuff for towing, and we are dealing with um, a leak in the RV, which anyone who's owned a trailer or an RV knows it's not an if, it's a when. Like, leaks are just a part of the game. Your house is on wheels, and you're living in a, you know, metal tin can, and moisture is just the the name of the game with RVs, and so um, we had a pretty bad leak, actually. (laughs) Uh, The whole front end of our really nice mattress we moved in got soaking wet, and it is currently drying out inside of our house, and we are fixing that leak, and, you know, have been running the dehumidifier. The RV's pretty much dried out. We just have to, like, deal with that and get the mattress moved back in but yeah chaos in the best way that's duality right but that is life right now and so that's what I've been doing for the last three weeks I've really deeply been in introspection and processing and grieving and every time you know every week I'm like it's Monday it's time to put out an episode I just was not able to authentically show up and give the energy that I wanted to give. So I appreciate you all sticking with me and understanding that and giving me grace because I'm just following what feels right in the moment. And it's critical to me that when I put these episodes out, they are authentic and aligned. That is my brand. That is my core value. That is what I am encouraging you all to do and be. So by not showing up when I can't and showing up as my authentic self when I can. I hope that you can learn from that. Getting back to these kind of core topics and and the meat of all this, the journey versus destination. I am pretty much been living for the last seven weeks in an eternal to-do list, in an eternal state of when all of these things are done and the house is sold and we're on the road, then dot, 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 dot. I didn't even realize or accept or internalize or process that until these last couple of days of like, man, it's just not about the destination. It's not about the checklist. Like I'm living in the now, like the ever present now is all that we have. It's about the journey and I'm, you know, missing beautiful moments and opportunities of though this life is chaotic and and messy and intense right now, it's still full of beauty. And it's moments like the eclipse and the ceremony and our boondocking trial run where I'm like, take a breath and remember that these moments are so important and they're beautiful, even if they're chaotic and messy and and painful or grief. That's the duality of life as you can find the beauty in everything. We went and had a couple's tarot reading at one of our favorite restaurants here in Portland. Uh, It's this vegan place called Fortune. Definitely check it out. But we had a couple's tarot reading and they were talking about just this concept of grief and allowing ourselves to grieve this life because we are saying goodbye to some friends for now and this house you know is our first home. It's where we were going to raise our you know our child, our pregnancy that we lost and A lot of memories have happened in this house and we are trying to allow those emotions to be and it's really why we're doing this. At least I can speak for myself. It's one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to do this is because my attachment to this house is, in my opinion, in my experience, too great. I don't want to be attached to things. I I really believe in non-attachment. I think it's the way, you know, we overcome ego and... I'm, I'm grieving. I'm grieving this house and that's okay. And I'm in that duality of grief. I'm also like smiling and so grateful for this home because it's the first place in my entire life I've ever felt 
home and it was the perfect place and only place that was able to give me the safe space that I needed to break down and completely rebuild my life and awaken and do this deeply rewarding and challenging inner work so you know that's been a big part and really just living in this in-between I don't know maybe the journey is just in the in-between but you know whether you're in between jobs in between relationships in between vacations in between the person that you used to be and the person you're becoming the in-between is the journey and is the beauty and in that when we can find all of the duality and we can remember that this is the beauty of life y'all like it's messy it's chaotic it's intense it is you know a beautiful ceremony and then car troubles shitty weather and a sick dog and then it's a beautiful eclipse and then it's you know having a really challenging interaction with your partner that's life and it's not always getting it right i'm not always getting it right it's not about right or wrong there is no right decision it's just making the best decision that you can at that time and then being willing to accept that what comes of that is what comes of that. So it's been a wild couple of weeks. I am so excited for this last week. There's so much that we're getting done. There's so many people we get to see and, and share in their energy. And, you know, we don't have an official departure date. It's looking like maybe Sunday. Like I said, we are doing a couple things to the car, fixing up this leak. Then we will go. And so... I'm so excited for what that's going to be and I want to remind you all, you know I love to end these with a challenge. I want to remind you that life is about the journey. It's not about the to-do list. It's not about the destination. It's not about if X thing, then I will feel X thing or if this happens, then I will be this, then I will be free. You are all of those things now. You have the ability right now to be free and happy and conscious and present and in the love and in the light. You have the choice right now to work through whatever it is you're going through and choose something different for yourself. There, there is no destination. There's literally only right now. And it's in the in-between that you find the beauty. So enjoy that. Find a reason to be grateful for that in-between phase. And my challenge for you is to take one situation in your life that you may be struggling with right now. It could be a relationship. It could be something you're working through, a job, something with your kids. It can be anything you want, however big or small. You know me. Just take a baby step. Just one thing and write down or meditate or journal however you think about things look at what's the duality in this situation it's so easy to write a giant list of all the things that are wrong sit down and write a list of all the things that are great you know like with my dog yeah i had a sick dog it was a really shitty situation pun intended and it was really scary you know my seeing my dog bleed like that and lose weight and and be sick and i still had three beautiful healthy dogs and I had the means to take him to the vet, the financial means to, you know, run all of the tests to make sure that he was healthy. And that really is what gets me through. So look at that situation, find the duality, find all of the things you can be grateful for. It's okay to find all of the things that are challenging in the situation. But just remember that without the darkness, we can't have the light. And it's really just all about the journey in between. I love you all so much. Thank you for being here with me. 
Thank you for sticking with me through this chaotic time of my life and listening to my story and listening to my message. I would love to hear from you. You can reach out to me on Instagram. The Instagrams for my business and this podcast are linked in the show notes wherever you're tuning in on this. You can connect with me there. I would love to hear what you'd like me to talk about next or how this is impacting you, how I can support you. And I will see you all here soon.